The Mr. T Show continues on KNBR, the sports leader. Today, Ray Woodson, Ray Ratto here at Oracle Arena. Ray doing his TV responsibilities right now. We're getting set for the Warriors' home opener against the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. 7.30 tips, 7 o'clock pregame here on KNBR 680. Joining us now uh, on the Warriors executive board, and he is, of course, the logo, Jerry West. Jerry, how you doing? I'm great, thank you. Nice to talk to you. Two teams you're very familiar with uh, right here in Memphis and the Warriors. Uh, talk about the time in Memphis and how you've seen this team come together and, you know, like a lot of teams uh, in the West, very solid. Well, first of all, you know, my stay in Memphis was probably one of the highlights of my life. Really? I, I can honestly say that. Uh, you know, you go from a situation which looks almost perfect in Los Angeles because of the success of the franchise and the players we had there. And then go to Memphis and, you know, just hoping that you can help in some way to uh, build a respectable team. But, you know, I'm, I'm a Southern boy at heart, okay? Uh-huh. I really am. And the people there were fantastic to me, my family. Um, it's just, it was a great experience. And I think the highlight maybe of my life was going from 23 wins in our, uh, that they most had ever won to the second year there we won 50. And to go to the arena and make and see the playoffs made for the first time and to see Hubie Brown win the coach of the year, um, that was one of the most thrilling. I can still see that night. Mm-hmm. And it was thrilling. But it's, you know, obviously I had a great relationship with the former owner, Mike Heisley, and many of the people in town who, who I still speak to. And, of course, Dana Davis, who was an incredible friend of mine and uh, deeply shocked and saddened by his death, which... Frankly, I kind of have not quite gotten over with, to be honest with you. I understand. I, I, I had imagined, you know, you're coming from the Lakers, already an established franchise, and you go to Memphis, and, you know, they're they're running a pro franchise up the flagpole, seeing how it's going to do, and having to form something from almost the beginning, coming from Vancouver, and seeing it succeed to that point, that had to be just as satisfying. Well, that, that was that was the point I made. I'd always said I'd wanted to work for a franchise that had much success, and I think an awful lot of it has to do with really testing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, am I any good at what I do? Or can I help make a difference? And uh, it really, I think it, it depends. Everything depends on, I think, the people you're working with, their commitment to playing the game, and the ability to take risks when risks sometimes people don't want to take. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we were allowed to do that by Mike Heisley, and uh, we had some terrific players there at that point in time. And I think it kind of laid the foundation for what you're seeing out here right now. They've got a terrific team. They've got toughness. Their front line is good or better than anyone in basketball. And uh, I think the, always the question, every team has a question mark. Uh, and, and, you know, how is their bench going to perform? That will be, I think, a big question mark for them this year. But they should be a terrific team. and. Actually, I'm anticipating this game tonight because they, they need a, it's always nice to get your first win on the road. And, yeah. and uh, Warrior fans will be our home opener. We had a nice win down Phoenix the other night, and we are a much better team this year. I was talking to Bob Myers about half an hour ago, and he said one of the needs, obviously, that this Warriors team had to address was getting better up front. And Memphis is going to provide quite a test for them tonight. Well, they will, but... These guys will. These guys are not going to roll over. Last year, last year we weren't we weren't capable. I mean, we're the worst rebounding team in basketball, and we we went out and made kind of a, a trade that a lot of people couldn't understand. But 
We got one of the best centers in basketball in Andrew Bogut, and if healthy and getting healthy, uh, he is, he's not, he, he kind of reminds me in a different way of Mark Gasol, who I think is one of the best centers in the league myself. And uh, obviously I'm prejudiced because I've known Mark since he was in high school, but uh, I think he's a terrific pro and getting better, but Andrew Bogut would be a, a real test for any center in the league. Well, yeah, he's, he obviously provides the size, but also, and, and I think this is something people will see as they, they see him play, what a good passer he is. Well, that's what I say. He's, he's marked, he's marked, but he's been a shot blocker. He led, the league, he led the league in shot blocking in 2010, but he had two kind of freaky, serious injuries, and he looks healthy. He's going to be limited playing time, but he just gives something we have not had, and we have 10 players that are really interchangeable. We have three players off our bench. We could have never won the Phoenix game. We had a 17-point lead, get behind by eight. Uh, Jared Jack, who's one of them, uh, Brandon Rush, and also Carl Landry. Yeah. Three proven players who are, are going to help us, and they're going to be better than most of the people coming off the bench that they play against. Well, yeah, that, that won the game for him. You have Curry and Lee go four for 30. and That's, not going, to happen. That's not going to happen again. <laughs> no, I hope not. Yeah, and you still pull that game out. Talking to Jerry West here on the Mr. T Show. Ray Woodson in this afternoon. We're at Oracle Arena, a little more than an hour away from opening tip on the Warriors' home opener against the uh, Grizzlies. Uh, talk about Steph Curry a little bit. They signed him to the extension, and, you know, we understand the the variables here involved it could work out very well for the Warriors and I know that there are other teams interested in him what do you see in Steph and what potential for growth do you see well he's a terrific player he's he's you know he's not your classic point guard this guy I think our backcourt's the best shooting backcourt in the NBA and I, I don't I, I, he and he and uh, Clay Thompson those guys can shoot with anyone and the other thing is they're both unselfish and uh, I, I think with uh, with Stefan, the, the thing that obviously is his foot injury, but he's he's been really healthy, really healthy, and uh, uh, you know we'd like we need. If I would look at our team, I would say to myself, do we have someone that can get in the lane on a consistent basis in our team? Mm-hmm. And if we have a, a weakness right now or some uh, ability to improve, if we could get a point guard that could get in the lane, make plays, get the defense collapsed. We will be better one of the better offensive rebounding teams in the league, and we'll go from being a really good one, I mean a really bad one, to a really good one in one year. You got Harrison Barnes in the first round of the draft, and, uh, you know, he had a short college career, so it's always kind of hard to judge, but he was in a premier program, and I know you guys were very happy to get him. What do you see with him? And, and you know, rookie year, we're going to see growing pains, I'm sure, but down the road. For him. Well, he's a very classy kid to start with. He he is a he's he's a kid that really works on his game. He wants to be great. To me, he needs skill work, but he's willing to do that. And he's he's just got you know so much natural ability. I mean, he is such an athlete. Uh, in, in some respect, he, he, he because of his athleticism, he reminds me Rudy a little bit. Okay. But he's he's got he's got a way to go. But I think by starting him. Get something out of him early in the game. You can put him back in a game, and, and you're not going to lose a game in the first quarter in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And you're probably not going to lose it somewhere in, in the middle of the second quarter. So there will be opportunities for him to play. And I think that's how what our coaching staff are going to uh, do with him. But we bring Brandon Rush in off the bench, a premier three-point shooter, and a very good defender. And so we're, we have Richard Jefferson been in the league for a while. So we're, as I mentioned, our depth is probably one of our keys. But... You know, we're cautiously optimistic 
it, we're, we're going to be competitive in games. And that's the most important thing, to be competitive. If you can be competitive, uh, start to gain a little confidence, get some of these younger players. And we're a very young team, but we have some veterans who have been around, and they're still young. Is it better for Rush to come off the bench, better role for him, and to, to get in the flow of the game that way? You know, I think he likes to be honest with you. I don't really? think I don't think he wants to start. I don't think that's ever been an issue with him. Really? And uh, he, he wants to start. He doesn't want. You know, he's very comfortable playing that role. And uh, he's made a lot of leaps and bounds. He, he, you know, one time he was pretty much of a jump shooter. He'll put the ball on the floor and go by you now, which he's mm -hmm. capable of doing. He's a great athlete to start with. And. Uh, uh, he, he's come a long way in a short period of time. Yeah, I think that was one of the interesting things about the other night. Uh, he, he wasn't able to get off a lot of three-point uh, opportunities, but he, he made use of the, the new parts of his repertoire. Well, that's a, that's a big plus for him, okay? It's a huge plus for him. And I think, uh, you know, I think we got a we, – we feel we had a really nice draft last year for players that are capable of playing a role. And a lot of times players are not – when they come out of college, they you know, they want to be a star. If you can find those – gritty kind of players that are willing to play a role, which we think we have in our draft last year, it, it's going to serve us well to let the players that should be shooting the ball shoot the ball. Yeah, you're talking about Festus Azili and Draymond Green, and, and Draymond Green I thought was great pick at, at 35 here, guys, and, it, you know, Azili is going to provide some help uh, for the backup. Well, That's he's it. been terrific. He, yeah. He's been better than good. He's been really? terrific. So, uh, you know, those are two guys that I would imagine we're going to see quite a bit more of as the season goes on let's talk about the the western conference a little bit uh and you know this is what we've been kind of kicking around all day the warriors are better they're more complete they have a better bench and so forth but just kind of hard to tell because there's such a state of flux right now among several teams in the west including the lakers who are going through with a new offense and you know kobe's got some uh, some mileage on him now and it's a question whether he can with Dwight Howard and, and Steve Nash now bring him up to the level that they've expected? Well, I don't think there's any question. They have an interesting mix of players, but I, I think if you if you look at their team, you know, how can they get each other to, to get on the same page and play the same type of game? Mm -hmm. Steve Nash, you, you can't take, I don't think you can take the ball out of his hand. I think he needs to have the ball in his hands, and that's not a criticism, but he needs the ball in his hands. And he will create a lot of easy shots for those people. But he's going to have, you know, he's done that, what, for the last eight years of his career, been the sole ball handler. Yeah. And he, he's kind of, he's, he's I guess, being asked to change his game. But he's going to have to go back to what he was before. And the other thing, they got some mileage on their team. There's some, I mean, they've got a lot of guys who played a lot of minutes. But I think the, I think the biggest challenge is how well will their bench play? How well will they play? That's going to be the challenge. You, you just feel those other guys are going to play well. But you can't play you can't play older players who've been around along uh, 40, 45 minutes a night. You yeah. just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Nash is 38, and Kobe's what 35 now. So, and like you said, has played a lot of basketball, not only in the NBA, but uh, with Team USA as well. So it's going to be interesting. Do you think they stick with that Princeton offense? You know what? I really don't know. Uh, as I say, I, I think Kobe kind of likes it because he doesn't have to expend as much energy trying to create things for himself. But I think at this point in his career, that's something that will serve him well. But late in the game, late in the game, I think you want Steve Nash to have that ball, he and Dwight Howard and pick and roll, Kobe Bryant and Dwight Howard and pick and rolls. And I think that's eventually what they'll get to because, you know, coaches are not – Coaches are not dumb. Some fans, some fans, all well, this guy can't do this. These coaches are smart, and they work too hard at it. I, I saw a quote before that you said you thought Miami would win multiple 
championships, and obviously they've got one in the bank. Uh, how many do you think they, they're capable of? Well, again, injuries. You know, LeBron James, to me, is head of the class. Uh, I think everyone in the league would, would say that. He just makes it, you know, they've added more shooters to their team, and with him having the ball, those older players are going to get more shots. Just simply because of him, they're going to get more time. And then, of course, Dwayne Wade is another tremendous player. And I think Eric Spolster has done a really nice job. Pat Riley has brought in some veteran players there that have been around and are not, when they get in close games, they're not going to make mistakes. And if you take one of the greatest players I've ever seen, LeBron James, who's, what, 28 years old? You can imagine the capabilities of that team. But an injury to him, an injury to the best player on your team can decimate your team. You think uh, LeBron has kind of turned that corner now as far as his his perception? I mean, he had every right to go to another team, and the way he did it maybe wasn't handled well. But now, uh, redemption with the title. I think people are finally coming around and realizing that this is not only maybe the best player in the game now, but one of the best ever. Well, as first of all, he earned the right to be a free agent. Yeah. Every player earned the right. If he wanted to leave, uh, it, it wasn't because that he deserted a city, even though he grew up there. He wanted to go somewhere where I think he felt he had a better chance to win, and obviously it's paid off for him. But uh, as I say, he's one of those, you know, one, he's a franchise name that will live forever. Uh, he's one of the truly great players we've seen. And the, the scary part of it, he's getting better. Yeah. That's the scary yeah. part. Yeah. Uh, this experience from last year can only help, that's for sure. Well, Jerry, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Talking hoops, I mean, that's always fun to do on, on an opening night. And i got to say, uh, this is the first time we've spoken in 43 years. Right. I was, I, you were part of the best day in my life uh, as a kid. Had a walk-off hit in Little League. I go down to the basketball court at Rancho Park in West L.A., and you're signing autographs. I got one from you. Well, so we're a little you. older now, but we're hanging in well, there. Well, I'm a lot older, but, uh, <laughs> again, to all the people in Memphis who were so nice to me, uh, you know, I, there are five great years of my life, and, frankly, five of the happiest years of my life. And, you know, I'll never forget the people down there that have uh, so kind to me. Uh, Mike Heisen and I had an incredible yeah. relationship. Uh, they have new ownership down there now, and uh, I think you'll see uh, a really, really competitive team. I think Lionel Holland has done a terrific job with these guys. And, again, they need to, they need to keep healthy like everyone. And, but uh, they're a wearing team they're tough to play against, and they're going to be a force in the West, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. Great to spend time with you.